What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Bump and Run. I don't remember what episode this is, but um, here we are. DB, Pat Perry, recording this a little late, so if it's dropping a little later than usual, we apologize. It's been a wild week for me, uh, and then we were going to try to record yesterday, but Pat and his uh, you know, his bougie self had to go and play Old Barnwell and drive mm-hmm. right by me and not invite me to play Old Barnwell, so he, he couldn't Ooh. make it. And we didn't want to do it without Pat, of course, right, Pat? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But here we are, another episode of The Bump and Run. It's going to be a fun episode. We're talking T. Gray, talking a little YouTube golf some controversy at a scramble, and then uh, golf movie draft later on in the show. Producer Tony, why don't you uh, kick us off? What do, we, what do you got? Yeah, the golf movie draft. I'm very excited to that one. But before we get to anything else, fellows, let's start it off with Tiger. LT Gray is back in action. Uh, we are recording this on Friday, so it's the second round of the Genesis. He should be teeing off here, uh, I think, within the next hour or so. Um, not that that timestamp means anything to anyone if you're going to be watching this later, but uh, he is back on the course this week. His first tournament of 2024 uh, it was a big week for him as he dropped his new clothing line to the Sunday Red uh, three words, which I'm sure you guys have plenty of thoughts on. So, DB, I'm going to throw that all out to you first. Give me some thoughts on the new clothing line, the logo. What you've seen so far with some of the uh, the social stuff that they've put out there, and then maybe some overall thoughts on Tiger as well. Twenty twenty four expectations. Do we see him again in the winter circle? You know, eight to nine tournaments. What are we expecting from the big cat this year? I have many thoughts on the Sunday red thing. I will try not to uh, get all of them out. I'll save some. I will say that I love the internet. It's it's so much fun to be on the internet, and and this is where X I think is at its best when something like this happens and. You get all the opinions. You get some funny memes. Uh, I mean, there's the one that made me. Uh, there's a couple that have made me laugh, but one that made me laugh is the. You, you remember the the big, big, big black guy that's sitting on the edge, edge of his bed, naked with a huge dong. He was like a porn star, and I guess he's dead. But they had him sitting on top of that, where where one of the stripes is his dong. That cracked me up. Um, the Slazinger comparisons, which you know, when I first started playing golf, you know. I would I would play a Slazinger, and it's it's just it's just very club pro guy to think about how much like Slazinger that that logo looks. I, I will say I saw the the tiger without Sunday red underneath it, and and I liked it a little better. Like just that hit on a polo or on a hat, I do like a little better. The the cat is growing on me. I like the fifteen majors, fifteen stripes kind of thing. I don't I don't mind that. I think that's I think that's an interesting. It's definitely you know, big corporate marketing brain stuff. But it it just gets railed right up the tailpipe with the Sunday red situation. Um, and that guy, <laughs> that marketing guy sitting next to Tiger explaining why it's a Sunday red and the three words represent, three words are power and all this. Bu- it was the biggest crock. Like, I just don't like it. I think it's dumb. And and then when Tiger hit his shank on round one yesterday, and Jamie Weir tweeted out Thursday shank, that was lovely. <laughs> Gotta love that. And also, I just think it's BS that that these there are people on Twitter. This pissed me off. People on Twitter going, "Oh, all you golf, you know, hardos making fun of this, and you'll have four polos hanging in your closet by the end of the year. Like you're gonna buy this, you know you will, because you're a Tiger D writer." And all. I saw a lot of people commenting that. And I'm like, bro, no. Like, if it's that, I'm not wearing any of that. 
I, I'm definitely not wearing it if it says Sunday Red. If it's just the Tiger, I might wear it. But I never bought Tiger stuff to begin with because I didn't really love the way it looked. But this is terrible. I, I don't. I don't think this is. I, I don't think Tiger's own personal brand far supersedes just someone actually looking at it and thinking that it, that it, it just it it's a good logo. I don't. I don't think it just. You're, we're just all hypnotized into buying it. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's a horrible rollout, and it could have been an amazing, iconic brand. And they effed it up. They did. Like whoever he paid, probably millions of dollars to figure this out, screwed the pooch big time, big time. That's. I'll stop there on the on the clothing line, Pat. <laughs> I mean, I'm not as opinionated as you are on this. I mean, I think that. Um, you know, I don't know. It's it feels so hard to come up with good branding. I mean, hell, we couldn't even figure out a name for this show forever. <laughs> and uh um, you're not paying you know, somebody millions of dollars I to know. figure it out. I know, and I do I don't mind. I'm I'm with you. I don't mind just the just the cat, just just the tiger by itself. I, I think it's okay. I mean, yeah, it's it's a little similar similar with Slozinger and everything, but I still think it's it's not it's not that bad. Um I don't like the Sunday red either being, you know, separated out. I mean, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, and I'm like you, like I, I just never really bought the tiger gear anyway, the, the Nike tiger gear. It's, it's, it just never to me. Well, first off, I mean, I only really buy one type of golf thing anyway. So it's, it's not, gotta be blue. Yeah. So, you know, the red part already throws me oh, off. Yeah. Although, you know, I love some bulldog red and it is a, it is a bulldog red. It's a closer it's to a bulldog red than it is like a, a Bama red. But, you know, it, it, to me, it's just, there are still going to be a lot of people, a big demographic that buys this stuff in yeah. sporting goods. But it in, just could have been, so you know, in their Edwin watch or something that they're going into, they're going to buy this stuff. But, but I agree. It could, it could have been a lot better. But I didn't have really high expectations. I, I really didn't. How could so you not have high expectations for this? It is he is the most dominant golfer in the ever. He is one of the most recognizable athletes ever, doing his own thing, paying with all the money in the world to pay all these smart people in the world to get this done. And this is how could you not have high expectations for it? I just I didn't think it was going to be that great, and I never. I don't think I've ever thought of a, a golfer brand of clothing as like a, a go-to brand of clothes. About the only thing that I think was really good was the Golden Bear line of stuff. Like just the Golden Bear on there. That, That's is, that is such a boomer thing to say. And it's I don't care. I don't you, care. Like I, you, you could have said I, Ashworth, I, and it would have been most a golfers. Bad. Ashworth was another one, but it didn't have anything to do with Freddie Couples. He just wore Ashworth. It's like yeah. most players that are out there. You know, like if you wear a P Peter Millar. You know, that's that's just what you're wearing. It's not like your own logo. I feel like it's very hard to come up with your own logo that a ton you're of people Tiger Woods. You're Tiger Woods. What do you what do you want them to come up with? Like, I mean, what did you want it to be? The, the, the for sure a tiger, right? Like the tiger has to be it, but why no. couldn't it just be that? Like, why couldn't the, the brand just be the tiger? And and there you want it and, to be like a cartoon tiger or something? Okay, I'm I'm de I'm dead ass serious here. There are probably a half a dozen live logos that look better than this. The, the, the Legion 13 lion is way cooler than this jungle striped major cat. Like, it's just, I don't know if I agree with you there. I like the cat a little better. I, I, it's okay. I think the cat's subtle. I like for smaller who this logos. Is. 
for who this is, it comes way short to me. Way short. I really don't have it. Again, I don't have a huge opinion either way. Like, I just don't. You have to have a huge opinion, Patrick. No, I don't. I don't want to have a big opinion on this. I don't. <laughs> Why do I have to have a big opinion it's, on uh, this? It's just awful to me. Um, the the other funny one that I just thought of is uh, somebody turned the cat like vertical, like going straight up and down, and said it looks like a looks like a, a fused back. <laughs> Which is <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. I, I just. I, I was just hoping for better, a way better out of the best athlete golf has ever seen, probably ever will see with all that money and all those smart people at his disposal. I just can't believe this is what they came up with. Anyway, I, I am happy to see Tiger at the Genesis um, mm -hmm. fired off a couple of really nice bets on SoBet right before round one. Instead of, you know, everybody wants to watch Tiger. You might as well sweat Tiger. And hit a couple bombs, hit an even money little appetizer, just sprinkled that one on there because he had three, four plus birdies on the round, but then hit the plus 550 bomb that he birdied off all three of the par fives on day one. Love to see it. Uh, he had some bogeys. You could see some rust. I mean, he hit the ball off the tee really well. He gained strokes off the tee. He was hitting it over 300 uh, at a regular clip, you know, and, and the rest of the game was just not quite as sharp, which you can imagine. I think... You know, while we did see him at the hero, we saw him at the at the parent child thing, like and then over the holidays, he's probably gonna, you know, he's busy, he's coming up with this god awful brand. He's probably not practicing as much as he wants to. And his first event out, like like all these guys, when we see him at the Century or we see him at the Sony or the Amex, there's the little tournament rust. So I think that's to be expected. He shoots one over. Um, he was in he's technically inside this really weird cut line for for the genesis uh you know i'm hoping he makes a cut I, I still have good expectations for him you know tony said do we think he's gonna win this year i, I think we've said this i think pat you said this you, you kind of feel like the only tournament he has a chance of winning is augusta is the masters yeah i mean i don't i could maybe be swayed off of that i don't know based off of what we see this week from him i agree there was a lot of rust yesterday i mean a lot of bogeys but those birdies were certainly um you know, nice to see um, the off the tee game was nice to see. Um, I think that's again, it was to be expected. I mean, look, well, you could look at a guy like Willie Z. He came back at the hero also and played horrible. And now all of a sudden, after a few a few golf tournaments, he's he's showing some signs. You know, Tiger gets more in, in play and plays a few more events. Feels good. I, I mean, I could probably change that that attitude that that Augusta might be the only place he can win. I mean, um, we don't know where else he's going to play, so. I don't, it's hard to really predict that, but uh, Augusta is just a, a, a golf course that he has traditionally just played really well at, whereas this one is not. I mean, he's never won here. So I, I do want to see what he does today. Um, I do hope he makes a cut, makes it through to the weekend, and, and then really what are we going to see on Sunday? You know, what's Tiger's body like on Sunday if he does make it to the weekend? But uh, it is awesome to, I, I hated, you know, I, well, I love that I was playing golf yesterday on a really cool golf course, but I hated that I didn't get to see much of Tiger. But I will get to see it today. So he did uh, hit that. Uh, he did hit a, a nasty that nasty shank I referenced earlier. Yes. Um, I didn't see that, that and, on Twitter. in his presser, he mentioned that his back was kind of spasming on the last few holes. Um, something to keep an keep an eye on, but we'll we'll uh, we'll, we'll see. It, it's also going to be funny to see if he becomes. <laughs> if he leans into like this brand influencer a little more now that it's his own, you know, like, I mean, obviously Nike was paying him 
a, a boatload of cash and it's not like he really needs the money, but I wonder if there's something in, in him. He's so competitive. Like if there's something in him that is going to drive him to want to promote his own brand at a further, you know, at a deeper level than he did with Nike. And if that means we see him, you know, doing like influencer things, you know, like, well, the other thing is, is if he's going to be leaning into this brand, who is there going to be any players that start to wear, wear the brand? Oh, yeah. You, you think know, like that another player do that? I mean, you would think if it's his own, I mean, when it's, when it was Nike and he had the TW and all that kind of stuff, which he just let go, apparently he didn't really want to keep that. I mean, it's just Tiger related, whereas Sunday Red is really, I mean, it's his brand, but it could be anybody. And so there could be a player out there that that he signs that could be a big deal for it. So. It's got to be Justin Thomas. I mean, if he signs anybody, it's JT, right? I don't know. I think JT likes the Grayson stuff. Yeah, he feels all in on the Grayson. Okay, it doesn't matter if, if Tiger Woods. Who would he you. sign? Let's let's let's. This is actually interesting. Who it do would you be think JT? JT is the is the the betting favorite, a hundred percent. To be to you don't think it'd be a young a young guy? It would be JT first for sure. Yeah. I think if he signed if he signed anybody outside, I, I think he would look more outside the PGA tour if he's trying to do like the influencer type thing, like these, you know, what we'll get to in this next topic, you know, good, good foreplay, uh, some of these golf YouTube influencer type stuff. Oh my god, he's trying to hit the, he's trying to hit that younger market and build that brand, been build that influencer type stuff up. And you'll see videos, you'll see clothing lines sponsored by those guys as opposed to 12 guys on the PGA tour. Four hmm. play is going to be Riggs that. would just, it, <laughs> it, there any, yeah. Riggs would be, I mean, I know we, the joke is played out because I think we talked about it with Pat and Jake Knapp, but Riggs would be full on anchor man pants the entire time he was sponsored by Sunday red. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think tiger to an extent, I think to an extent, I don't know. Like, do you think Tiger looks at his brand as more of the elite? Like, you're, you're like, if, if he's going to pay to put it on somebody and he wants somebody repping it, he wants them to be elite. He wants them to be like the best in, at the at the game, not an amateur. You know, not some, not Ricks who who literally has the chipping the chipping yips and keeps showing us videos every every week about yeah. it. Like, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I have put some thought to who I would think would be in the, in the SDR. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Maybe let's, let's move on. Let's talk about YouTube golf before we do. Maybe they should have, maybe Tiger and his team should have checked out our friends at Swanee's first. You know, I mean, I, I think they could have come up with something nice because Swanee's has been taking care of us. They've been taking care of the people since 2015, the same year we started Swanee's.co launched some uh, great golf products and you can get, polos you can get shorts you can get hats they got some really cool hats accessories all that good stuff at swannings.co the link is in the description of the video and the podcast uh for yourself if you're a man if you have a wife that likes to play golf maybe you are a wife listening to this show that would we don't have a lot of those but we we welcome them juniors they got clothes for those too um so get your little polo for junior uh junior pants or whatever and um It'll be a good time. Swannies.co promo code TJ25 gets you 25% off your entire order, and you can use it over and over again. They're supporting us this year. We ask you to support them if you want to buy some good golf stuff. And the spring, summer stuff is uh, already starting to drop on the site. I just saw some new stuff the other day perusing around. So 
Um, all right, let's let's move on. YouTube golf, Tony. Did you have uh, any teasers here you want to talk about in spe in, in specifics? I do specifically the it was announced today that the queue at Myrtle Beach it's going to feature sixteen players, uh, including the game's most prominent golf content creators, mm. which uh, are invited. Oh, they didn't ask us. They didn't. Yeah, it must have got lost in in the mail. So I think they replaced us with Paige or somebody like that. But mm. you know, equal equal playing fields, but. Uh, as the PGA Tour comes to the golf capital of the world for the first time with the debut of the Myrtle Beach Classic, the tournament will feature a one-of-a-kind qualifying tournament with the winner receiving a sponsor's exemption into the tour. What? What? <laughs> Hold on. There's so much there. Are you reading this off of somewhere? Did you say that Myrtle Beach is at the golf capital of the world, or is the article saying that? This is the, this is the press release. Okay, so first of all, that's wrong. Um. They're gonna let they're gonna let one of these people play in the tour event. So here's here's the list. Let me uh golf me capital of the world, by the way, is all is in caps as if that's a they've got they own that. They're they're following the tour model. Yeah. So here's the you in Myrtle Beach. That here's the 16 player field, DB. We okay. got Matt Akins. Oh, Matt Akins, that's our boy. He's Atkins. a champion retreat member. He's yeah. he deserves to be in there. Okay. Okay. George Bryan. Jay Card the third, Morgan Deenan, Peter Finch, Grant Horvat, Luke Kwan, yep, Michael Morris, okay, Turk Petit, Daniel Rappaport, Scott <laughs> Stevens, Nick Stube, also known Fat Perez. Oh, I'm not good with words, so if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, excuse that. Tyler Watts, Jamie Wilson, and then Mason Nutt or Cole Lance oh, yeah. of Busta Jack. Mason Nutt. Mason Nutt's a fan of the Tour Junkies, by the way. So those are that's the 16 field, wow. 16 man field, and one of those guys will get a sponsor exemption into the Myrtle Beach Classic. When is that event? It is uh, May 6th to the 12th. Okay. Sorry. I, I I would love to go down there and watch that. I don't I mean, think. I would. Can you imagine Dan Rappaport? I mean, who's a good golfer? So let me clarify, DB. The this event. March 4th at TPC Myrtle Beach, the the Myrtle Beach Classic, May 6th through the 12th. Mm, March 4th is going to be tougher for me to pull off. Um, wow. So you had Micah Morris, one of the original good, good guys. Grant Horvat, same. Um, Fab Perez, obviously pretty good golfer. I mean, D-Rap's a good golfer. Luke Kwan, who's on good, good now, was a Corn Ferry Tour stud. So, I mean, sure. Mm -hmm. Matt Atkins, Corn Ferry Tour stud, played in PJ Tour events, great player. A lot of those other guys I don't I don't necessarily recognize. So th this is a little better of a field than what I thought you were going to tell me. Like if you're going to tell me, yeah, that certain other people are going to be in there, that would be bad. But I still <laughs> like that's quite the risk. If because these guys are probably used to hitting golf balls in front of cameras and their buddies. But I mean, we saw what happened to what's his face Garrett Clark a couple months ago at that tournament where he hosled one off the tee and it hit a guy. <laughs> you know what I, you remember that yeah that now, was I, I think you're an idiot if you're standing there but yeah i mean at a pga tour event like they call your name they pair you up with you know joel damon and i don't know uh michael kim you know two big twitter influencers or whatever they pair you up with those guys and you're at a pga tour event the first round both fairways are lined right by the tee box Shh. so a little know. more a little more back story on this too so you just mentioned a lot of these guys are good. 
this this qualifying event it is gonna it's for all professional and amateur competitors to meet the pga tour regulations for a sponsor's exemption which requires a usga handicap of zero or better so these are good these are good players um i think you throw out the youtube content content creator to get the headlines and then people have certain you know thoughts assessments about that but these are good players and it's coming off of uh last week with the wm phoenix or the waste yeah. management phoenix open and the good good they had their desert open which i yeah. didn't really follow that i didn't really see i watched of- it okay so was that on golf channel because i know that george savaricus was broadcast was on the one the call for it andres gonzalez and did a ton of views on youtube even yeah. Golf Channel's YouTube page, which I went and checked it out this morning. They put highlights of that on their YouTube page, and it had almost 200,000 views for for the Golf Channel's page, when most of their stuff, Tiger highlights, Dubai, you know, uh, Rory winning in Dubai a couple of weeks ago, has tops three, 4,000, you know, views. So that there yeah. was a lot of steam with, uh, with that. Listen, the YouTube golf thing is exploding, right? You know, I mean, it's it's here. The wave is here. And so I watched it because I heard a bunch of people talking about it and I was curious and I was up odd hours of the night um, trying to sleep on a hospital couch bed situation. And I just put it on and I watched all of it. Like it's like two hours long. I don't think it was on the golf channel, but it was broadcast by NBC. I mean, NBC did some of the, they, they had camera crews there. They, sure. The graphics that came on the screen were NBC branded and, and graphics. They had an NBC Peacock thing going in, like a transition. You mentioned George Savrikas did a great job. Andres Gonzalez is hilarious. Um, it, it was it was entertaining. It, it had some hiccups production-wise and, and tech-wise. So it was not flawless like an NBC broadcast you would watch at a golf tournament. But it was very entertaining. They had Riggs and Francis from Barstool walking around doing commentating Blair McNeil uh, Blair O'Neill was commentating uh Riggs and Blair whatever but Francis was hilarious um Francis was really funny and yeah they had a lot of huge influencers out there a lot of them you just mentioned Paige Brannick was out there they had um the the uh they had uh, Mason from Bust the Jack it, it was it was fun golf and that grass clippings golf course is another one that it's it's cool to see some of this innovation. Like it's innovative for for the Myrtle Beach thing. I'm sure that's a tournament director of of that Myrtle Beach event. That's their concoction. Cool that the tour is letting them do something like this with the sponsors exemption. Um, that's that's quite forward thinking for the tour. And and the grass clippings golf course is forward thinking for golf in general. That that place, it was a absolute turd hole. <laughs> and whoever bought it completely renovated it made it made it nicer put lights up all on the golf course it's 18 holes i think the furthest hole is like a it's like a 280 yard par 4 and it's a bunch of par 3s and short par 4s very playable to the public um very cool venue and very cool idea that a place like that could could do something like that so it's it's fun to see that i wish more I, I hope that's kind of the next wave in golf course stuff, along with obviously the YouTube golf stuff. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I have not seen it, so I can't comment on what the broadcast was like. Um, I have heard about that grass clippings course, and I think that is a cool idea. I mean, I was just talking to you yesterday, DB, about how I liked the course I played yesterday. I had three par fours that were drivable type par fours that I think makes the game fun for a lot of people. Um, so I, I think that's interesting. Going back to the Myrtle Beach thing, um, 
if I were going to put odds on the favorite, I think I'd probably go with your South Carolina boys, you know, like like a George Bryan or, or Matt Atkins. I think those are going to be maybe the, the two favorites. Maybe throw Jay Card in there because he's he's done well, had a top ten last year uh, on the uh, on the Corn Ferry Tour. So I think that'll be interesting. I mean, these are guys that yeah, Matt Atkins has a lot of PGA Tour stars and Corn yeah. Ferry stars. They they are used to this, so you feel like one of those you know few are going to make it in. And I think that you know they won't be you know they won't those guys won't embarrass themselves in a in a in a pro event. I, I don't think. I mean, George yeah. Bryan did play in the I think he played in Bermuda last year. Yeah, too, he made so. he, he made the cut. Yeah, Matt, Matt and George are not. And I don't think Luke Kwan, any of those guys yeah. that did some Corn Ferry Tour stuff, I, I don't see that happening. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Fat Perez, Grant Horvat, like th that's, that's, it'll getting, be interesting to see how they do. That's sure. getting into that territory, you know? Yeah. But that makes it entertaining also for, for, for if you're going to watch it. Like you, you yeah. do feel like you're going to get some entertainment out of those folks too. So, yeah. What I mean, do you and, you know, Dan and I buried the hatchet at, at the WM Phoenix Open. Maybe I'll so let you caddy for him. Maybe you caddy for him, Pat. Maybe I'll caddy for him or something, you know? I, I don't know. Uh, what do you think one of those guys shoots? Let's say Fat Perez. And, again, my ignorance here. I'm not a huge golf YouTube, you know, dialed in to know their game, all that kind of stuff. I see, you know, they got to carry a zero handicapper or higher. And, uh, you know, obviously that points out, okay, they're they're good players. But – you know, these guys on the PGA tour, the way they're setting up the courses, that's what I've always heard. There are, um, you know, a ton of good golfers out there, but you put them out on these PGA tour style setup courses and they're going to shoot 80 plus, you know, a, a guy like that. Some of these guys who haven't had corn fairy tour starts they're you know, they're just good golfers. They're scratch golfers. You know, what do you think they shoot on a, on a tour course that's set up for, for the pros? I I think like Fat Perez, I could see him maybe seventy four, seventy five, somewhere in that range. I, I don't see him going under par. And then I don't know how many rounds. If it says how many it's rounds, one, one, round, one. one round. I mean, so, yeah. I mean, he could get hot and and maybe shoot even par. I did watch actually. Um, I think when I was coming back from the WM, the they had the the par three kind of tournament that fat Perez was doing. And they were paired with like Joel Damon and Keith Mitchell and those guys. I don't know if you watched any of that, but literally like the first three or four holes and it was a par. There was, it was all par threes. Fat Perez is like knocking it inside the tour pros, like every single time to do. I mean, if this is with their wedges only. He probably has a chance, but I mean, he's, he's a pretty good player. So, but I, I just don't see him in these type setups, you know, being under par. So TPC Myrtle Beach is a Tom Fazio. It's a par 72, 6,900 yards. The rating is seven. This is from the tips. The rating is 74.3. The slope is 154. This seems easy to me. I'm looking at the scorecard. Like all these par fives are quite gettable. Yeah, they're, all the par fives are going to be gettable. A couple short par fours. Um, one, two, there's not a single par three over 200 yards. So, I mean, unless it's windy, I think just like regular golf, right? Like if, if the, if the golf course is difficult, set up difficult, or the weather makes it difficult, it's going to make the better players rise to the top. In my opinion, it's going to make the Matt Atkins of the world, the George Bryans that much more likely to, to, to beat those guys. But if it's a birdie fest and it's easier 6,900 yards and there's no wind, then maybe a guy like fat Perez could get hot, you know, and, and, and make it happen. But, that is really interesting. I'm going to reach out to Matt. 
and, and see if we can get some more info on this. Um, yeah, that'd be very interesting. Cool. All right, fellas, moving on to uh, further amateur golf. Um, I wanted to ask you guys about this. I got a video here to play for you as well. I'll set it up a little bit, but a scramble team shoots a 48. <laughs> and we got this guy who uh, who recorded it here. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's have the team come up real quick. Yeah, embarrassing. You guys are now on side of golf. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. oh, 48? I was like, wait, we did 40 and 38. That's why. <laughs> That's creative. Man. Even when I cheat, I don't go that much. 48. I'm a, I'm a plus two, and we shot 59. No big deal, but they beat us by 11. Sounds reasonable. When I turned in my score, he thought my math was wrong. Fuck, Now, I'm not a huge tournament golf guy, so I've never been uh, burned or done anything kind of quite like that, but I know that you guys play quite a bit. You guys are good good golfers playing some tourneys and whatnot. So have you guys ever experienced anything like this? DB, I'll throw it out to you first. Uh, experienced anything like that? And there's there's no possible way that these guys shot 48, right? In a scramble? No, not, um, there's no way. Uh, I have been a part of literally every scramble I've ever been a part of. I felt like there was one team that there's no way it happened, but I've never seen a 48. Like that's, that's really ridiculous. Um, but you know what? I if, if you got the sack to turn in a 48, and a, a couple of those guys look like they were in their 40s or 50s at minimum. If if that's the sack you have, bravo to you. And you know what? I say the guy who's recording is a jackass because um, why are you making it about you, buddy? Like, why are you turning it around? He, he, and he even says in the beginning, you guys are going to be on Zyre Golf, the huge yeah. golf Instagram account, which is funny that he said that. But also, you know, you turn the camera, oh, my plus two, blah, blah, shot, no big deal, and then turns it back around on himself at the end. Actually, I think that guy's a loser because the dudes that shot a 48 and went up there and took their trophy and turned around and took a picture and said, smiling. <laughs> that That is pretty gangster. I, I give it to those guys. Like, if, if one of those guys is my granddad, I'm like, hell yeah, granddad. Like, I, I know you didn't shoot a dang 48, but... God dang it. Like you're ready to throw fists if somebody disagreed or you're ready to like fight a guy. Like I love that actually. Pap, tell me about the time you shot 48 in that scramble. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, Listen, I agree with DB on this one. This guy that when he turns around the camera, especially, and he's like, I'm a plus two and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, or we had all like three scratch golfers on our team or whatever he says. I mean, come on, dude. And then why do you care so much? I mean, you're That's probably playing for the yeah. Boy Scouts of America or something, you know, or some Girl Scouts or something. I mean, like, this is a charity event, most likely. I mean, they are, they all are. I mean, just deal with it. Don't get so mad about these guys. And look, I also don't have a – you never know. There's so much trash in these tournaments. Like, you can get a string. And, and if you have enough string that you've paid for, like, it extends your putt yeah. into the hole. And, like, those guys may, you know, maybe they paid $200 for all their trash, and the other guys didn't. So, yeah, I, you know, they had, like, there. 10, they had 20 mulligans, and the other team was too cheap, and they didn't want to give the charity more money. And so, they just they just didn't have any mulligans. So, I, I don't know. 
I don't. What know. if one of those guys? What if one of those guys had a had a, a a rich wife and he's a widower and he inherited a bunch of money and he just doesn't <laughs> care? And they and they, and if a tournament doesn't put a cap on all the mulligans you can buy and the the feet of string you can buy and the bus rides you can buy and the all the throws and the kicks and the, all those yeah. things you can buy if they don't put a cap on that and and you know Daddy Warbucks comes out there and just buys up a whole yarn of a ball of yarn and string and kicks everybody's ass then more power to him like empty yeah. your pockets there grandson do your thing yeah, I mean they're, I agree they're, with that. the ultimate cause is you know they're playing for a cause so that that's it it is what it is. And I I couldn't agree more, Pat, with the, like, you don't go into, I I literally, I think the first three charity events I ever played in in my life at like 20 years old, I might have gone in thinking like, ooh, I'd like to win this. I'm going to win this. I'm going to win this charity out. And then it took three to realize, okay, yeah, I have to have, four, me and three buddies have to be basically scratch golfers, and we have to be able to pencil whip and lie. To win these things so from that point on i just learned i don't i'm not winning i don't show up to win them i show up to have fun have some drinks contribute to charity have some good food maybe win a raffle prize or two have a good day out on the course with your boys you just have to go in there with that mindset expectation you really, gaps you know what i mean yeah 100 agree on that i mean that's that's what you're out there for i mean everybody's competitive everybody likes to try and win but yeah. look you can't go out especially in these scrambles with any sort of expectation other than to have some fun, but be on the lookout for that little that little gaggle of senior citizens rolling up. <laughs> at your, uh, you know, just because you just because you look up and see like, oh yeah, we got this. You're in your, you know, I guarantee that dude was in his white belt. He had his, you know, he had his damn G fours on. He had his white belt. You know, he rolled <laughs> he had, out. He rolled he out his, his uh, iron brush or his iron brush hanging from the belt there, just like a club pro guy. You know, just yeah, he had on his bad birdie shirt or whatever, and he thought, you know, he looked at his boys in the park, and I was like, we got this. We got some, you know, he it's saw all the competition, saw Gramps over there with a, um, you know, uh, some sort of. That's uh, the thing. He had all those scratch golfers on his team. He thought they were going to win. I know because he put that. He tried to cheat his team. You know, like put that that that. Not a ringer cheap, team yeah. together. Put that, yeah, put the ringer team together and they got their ass kicked. You know, there's like, there's guys, I mean, there are at least around Augusta. I'm sure this is everywhere, but I know guys who are four good golfers and they literally will enter. I guess they all just either, I don't know. I, I only know a couple of them in the group, but I don't know if they just all have the most flexible jobs in the world or maybe they're all just deadbeats, but they, they will travel around the Augusta area and just play in any sort of scramble they can get in even if they have no attachment to the cause or the people thrown or whatever, they will just play in those to just collect, <laughs> just collect. Cause they just go and beat everybody's brains out. Like, <laughs> Oh dear. Anyway. All yeah. right. Moving on. Final topic of the day. Something a little more lighthearted, uh, a little more funny. We've got today is the 28th, 28th anniversary of the release of right. happy Gilmore. That's crazy that it's been 28 years since that movie has come out, Jeez. but <laughs> Awesome, awesome, just awesome golf movie. One of the best, uh, better than Caddyshack, in my opinion, which I got told one time I was not a real golfer because I had that opinion. But that's a story for a different time. Does that mean Happy's grandma is dead for real now? Like she's for real, real dead? Yeah. She's got Chubb, Chubb's just passed away. So I would uh -huh. imagine that grandma's, grandma's up in the sky with the gator and Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln influence by the way before we do this thing that we're about to do you're, you're already kind of trying to influence things tony <laughs> yeah, your opinion the, on these on these movies that's the job of a good moderator <laughs> so tony you're gonna you're gonna draft with us right 
Yeah, yeah, I've got my big right, board yeah, up yeah, here. You, got, you definitely have to draft. With so it. we need everybody to put drop a comment on the YouTube video. Who you think has the best team? Where was the biggest reach? You know, um, what was the biggest the biggest movie left off the board at the end of this? And um, Tony, how how did you determine the order? Um, I haven't yet. We're gonna do that oh, okay. live live on air. We can do a little Rochambeau. Uh, pick a number. I don't know. How do you want to do it? Um, well, Rochambeau would be hard, I guess. Um, why don't you know what? I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna say let's go in in uh, age order. So Pat, we'll let seniors go first. Well, we're gonna honor the group that shot a 48 and oh, let wow. a senior go first. And then I think is it me, Tony, or you? Uh, yeah, I'm 35. So you're. How old are you, DB? 40. Uh, 40, 40. Oh, happy yeah. birthday, man. Thanks, man. I, Yeah, I think that's it's not good. my birthday month anymore. No? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize yeah. you turned 40. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> All right. So, by the way, that's a good way to do it because some of these golf, these movies are sort of age related too. Right. Which so, leads so me to the number one pick Snake Draft, is, by the way. Okay, go ahead. Which is going to be, yeah, Snake Draft. Uh, we're going to go with Caddyshack off the board first. I mean, I love Caddyshack. It, it, it's the first golf movie I think I've, I ever saw. You know, you read off lines all the time from Caddyshack. You got the the characters from that movie. You got Bill Murray in that movie. I mean, I just there's there's a lot to to be said. But uh, I'll go I'll go Caddyshack number one. Um. Well, I'm I'm grateful that you did that because to me Caddyshack is kind of the it's kind of the Jamarcus Russell of of this draft, right? It's, no it's way. Good, you but it's not. Kind of, it ends up kind of being a no. I'm just kidding. Caddyshack is not a bust. I like Caddyshack a lot, but I do agree with Tony. And I'm going to take it right in front of him that Happy Gilmore is the greatest mm. golf movie of all time. So I'm going happy. Go to your home. Going with happy. I love that movie too. We're, we're, you can't really go wrong probably with these first three or four. Sorry, I took a sec there. I had to go old school. And this is how our draft board is going to be. Just me writing it down because I'm okay. technologically advanced and can find a good draft board to, to put up here. But maybe in post, I'll add some pictures or something. But anyway, no, great pick. Uh, great pick, DB. Uh, Thank you. Quote, quote that movie constantly. Um, yeah. Just a great. So these top five or six picks between all of us, they're all going to be pretty much chalk. So doing some re research for this, putting the big board together. Um, we got some good ones coming in round three and four that I'm excited about to, to, to debate with you guys. But I think if, if we're going golf movies, first pick for me left on the board, I got to go 10 cup. Uh, yeah. Just a, that's got a mix of comedy, drama, and then you've got, uh, you know, you've got the ending and everything like that too. So yeah, it's one you can watch with your lady too. Yeah. It's it's yeah. Watch yeah. All right. So then back to me. Um, so now my strategy for this going forward is, um, I probably haven't seen any of the the rest of these movies, but the people who are featured in them are going to make me think about other movies that I can think about if I ever do watch these movies. So with that being said, I'm going to go with the greatest game ever played. Because that's got Shia LaBeouf. And then I'll think about the Transformers movies. So I'm going to go greatest game ever played coming back. Francis, we met. That's a great movie. That's I can't believe movie. I've seen that movie, Tony. That is yeah, on the channel all the time. You need to watch it. It is good. And I changed the channel. Are we doing Are we doing three rounds? I did four so we could get to 12. Or okay. God, so so that, so that you, you sniped that one in front of me. Just yeah, like I was happy from you. Um, because that's a good one. I, I, you can watch that one with your kids. It's clean, you know. 
I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. You know, this could be a reach in the draft, but at this point, you know, I, I'm gonna appeal to the people. It's 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 a movie about one of the greatest names in golf, and it's played by Jesus. Jim Caviezel played Bobby Jones and Bobby Jones stroke a genius. So if you got if you got Jimmy C doing Jesus and Bobby Jones in the same era, I mean it came out in 2004. I think that's a win. So I think those were the same year when I was looking that up. I saw 2004 yeah, next to that. <laughs> bro, I mean that bangers only for Jimmy yeah. C in 04, you know what I mean? Mm. All right, Pat. All right, um this is there are very few movies out there and not just golf movies where I've actually read the book and then the movie came out and that is Bagger Vance. I read that book and I liked the book and I, you never think a movie can, can, you know, kind of, you know, I, you know, it's, you never think it's going to be as good as the book is going to, but I thought it was pretty good. So I did like Bagger Vance. So I'll go with Bagger Vance. All right. You got another one. Oh, I do have another one. Um, all right, this is the reach. <laughs> don't steal, don't steal my this is a huge reach, and I know I'm not gonna steal. You you you've probably never even seen this, but I did see these as a kid. I don't know if you could classify them as movies, but but I did like to watch it. Dwarf on golf. Oh, that is such a good pull. That's Dwarf such a good on pull. golf is my next pick. That is such a good pull. God, I'm so mad at myself for not thinking about that. Had you drafted that first, I would have been really pleased with that. <laughs> such a good pull. The kids these days have no idea. No, no clue. No clue. God, that's I dude. My dad used to rent those for me. I think my the dad VHS dude, tape. I think my dad Golly. I think my dad went ahead and just bought it. Oh <laughs> God, that's so good. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with this. This is not an exciting one. I'm gonna save that one for last. But I will say this is a very underrated golf movie. If you've not seen it, Lucas Black stars in it. Robert Duvall. I love Robert Duvall. If you don't love Robert Duvall, I don't know what's I don't know what's wrong with you. But Seven Days in Utopia mm. um, is a great movie. Lucas Black, t the Texas boy. You know how I love to talk about the Texas boys, and he's hitting the little low stingers in the wind, and he's battling, and he's having his problems, and his you know strokes gain home life is all out of out of whack. <laughs> great, great, great movie. Seven Days of U in Utopia. If you've not watched it, that's my next pick. All right, good pull there, DB. Uh, uh, all right, next one I'm gonna go with, um, and this is I just learned about this movie this morning. Uh, but one actress in this makes it look watchable. Like I said, I'm going to be thinking about a different movie while I'm watching this movie. It's called <laughs> Swing, Swing Away, featuring Shannon Elizabeth of American Pie fame. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See what's, where the mind is going here. What's being Wait. swung? So when an American pro is suspended from the LPGA tour, which I would just love to see her golf swing too, like, you know, the, uh, the actor, actress, terrible yeah, yeah. golf swing type thing. Her escape to Greece and the village of her grandparents leads to a showdown against a greedy American developer that changes the lives of the villagers and herself forever. Okay. So that's not exactly what I thought it was. <laughs> okay. All right. Swinging it back. Um, this one again, this, this is an all time, which I was watching the trailer for this one, uh, before we popped on and the actual full 
movie is on <laughs> is on YouTube. Uh, back in the early '90s, Leslie Nielsen put out oh. some golf tips. Love and Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen's "Bad Golf Made Easier" is yes. what I'm going to go with for my fourth one. Which the trailer, he walks up to uh to the to the caddy shack, and he says, "They said there's a five hour wait." So he slips him a 20 and he's teaching you how to hide the money in your hand properly. That way you can get on the course. So that's what, you know, it's a spoof of a golf instruction video. I'm very excited to watch. It was like, it was kind of like a little, a little club pro guy esque before club pro guy. We should have Pat reenact some of the best scenes from Leslie Nielsen's. You were after, after we finished recording here, <laughs> that was on my list to talk to you or about. Dorf, doing something dwarf like on golf, although that, or that, that, that might give us some trouble for something. Um, <laughs> All right, I'm going. I'm going crazy town here too. Now, this is a this is a more recent flick, so a lot of people may not have seen this. And um, if you're into if you're into golf, but you're also into horror movies and blood and gore, a struggling golf course suffers a string of caddy murders at the paws of pesticide mutated gophers, while the greedy owner of the facility tries to cover up the carnage. And an unhinged groundskeeper wages an all-out war on the vicious vermin in Caddy Hack 2023 <laughs> film. You got to check it out. You can get it on Blu-ray. You can probably find it, you know, maybe deep in the in the annals of uh, Amazon Prime. Caddy Hack, baby. Mm. Okay. Pesticide, mutant gopher, just biting your balls off. And right I guarantee Bill Murray's in that. Yeah. All right. I'm so glad you mentioned this, DB, that you went to that because you you brought back a memory that I had no clue. I, I forgot about it, and you're you're gonna love this. Okay, so this is another horror, horror movie. Okay, I think I know where you're going. This is called, by the way, the person who helped develop yes, yes. Golby logo is listed on IMDb as a the writer. Of this movie, it is called The Greenskeeper. Yes, that's right. With a little John homage Rucker. to our buddy Alex Ware, who is listed on there. If you look it up on IMDb, he is he is the uh, the second writer listed. And uh, I've actually seen I have not seen. the whole thing, but I've seen a, a lot of it. I had drinks at Alex's house and watched it, and it was uh, interesting to say the least. So I'm going to have to go to The Greenskeeper as my last. Movie. And and John Rocker, the pitcher for the Braves, was yes. It was in was that movie. Dream. Yes. Yeah. Alex, um, I, I just don't want to glaze over that. A Alex, who wrote it, is is basically the guy behind creating Golby for us. Yeah. Um, brilliant creative guy in Augusta. Fantastic stuff. That's a great pull, too, Pat. That's a beautiful pull. Yeah. Good draft. We should, uh, we should do some of these. I'm gonna, I got a couple honorable mentions here just because they're funny golf movies. Uh, but we should do some kind of like watch party with some of these like it would be interesting just to sit down and watch maybe have him and like yeah, if we could get john rocker and do like a zoom watch call or something like that uh, alex would do it i guarantee you like uh mystery science theater 3000 used to do yeah yeah just something yeah something like that uh, a couple of the honorable mentions i got <clears throat> one from 1989 called blades not with wesley snipes but somewhere in new jersey a killer lawnmower stalks a small town's golf course killer lawnmower yeah I feel like that's in the Stephen King cars and pet cemetery vein. It's not blades as in like hitting blades, like irons that are blades. 
It looks no, it's like uh, from a, like blades of a lawnmower. Hmm. Uh, so they kind of they they kind of stole the greenskeeper idea a little yeah. bit. Uh, and then we go ahead, Tony. We got the made-for-TV movie, The Tiger Woods Story, yes. which wrapped and was produced in 1998. So we got a big gap there as far as uh, some of the drama that could be added to that. But yeah. the biography of Tiger Woods from his birth to winning his first golf major at the... <laughs> I love IMDb and non-sports people. Winning his first golf major at the Augusta Masters in 1997. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> the, 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 golf in the Kingdom is listed in there, and and I've, I've heard that's a fantastic book. I have not seen the movie. I don't know if TV's seen it, but that's that's yeah. listed kind of up in the top 20 in rankings and everything. So The, the Tiger Woods movie that Tony's referencing, the cover of that is like... The, yeah, Look yeah. At that. What you say, girl? Hmm? What? What? <laughs> what? I will slap. What? That's what that looks like. It looks like you, <laughs> it looks like you just, you just did something. That is just the most ratchet ass tiger. I just don't think tigers ever even given that look. Oh boy, that is funny. All right, good stuff. That was fun. Uh, the Bump and Run episode. Ep Tony, what episode is this? Six. Episode, episode six. In the books. We'll be back next week, regularly scheduled on a Thursday. Thank you to our friends at Swanee's for decking us out in gear that's a heck of a lot better than Sunday Red. Um, and thank you to producer Tony for putting together another fire show. Hope you have a great week. See ya. Oh! Nothing yet, Tony. <laughs> Keeping it real. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>